At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VSEN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSEN has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here on VSEN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Bontobel will have the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and the Kentucky Derby betting guide. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email every edition of Point Spread Weekly. Use our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Again, for $59, sign up now at vcin.com slash spring. Welcome back in to Point Spread Sunday here on vcin, the sports betting network. Hour number two of the show Coming up, uh, we will get into Major League Baseball and my plays for the day. Of course, Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, will join us as uh, we go back to the NFL draft here in hour number two. It concludes in Vegas over the weekend and certainly a heck of a show put on by Las Vegas and the NFL draft. So I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as I did and enjoyed watching all the fanfare. Vegas did a great job and I can't wait for it to be back. Uh, in Las Vegas once again down the road. All right, uh, let's get our attention here on the NBA playoffs. Uh, we have two games starting in the conference semifinals, one in the East, one in the West. Uh, we will get to those games as well, but let's just look at some series prices right now uh, when you look at uh, both of the conferences. Starting in the East, Milwaukee Bucks plus 168 um, to win the series. Boston, a 2-1 to one favorite to win it here. And I honestly, I think when you look at the best way to play this to me, I think this is Milwaukee plus one and a half as far as the series spread is concerned. It's juiced a little bit at minus 138, but still, this is a situation here where I think Milwaukee is the better team. I think they're continually undervalued. Uh, I know Chris Middleton is out for them. Uh, I'm not sure when he's coming back, but when I have the best player in the world and I'm getting plus 170, uh, I'm going to take it. And certainly when it comes to the, the amount of spread in the series games, plus one and a half, either the Bucks win this thing or it's probably going seven where Boston wins it. And uh, that's enough for me to back Milwaukee uh, from a series standpoint. When you look at Philadelphia and Miami, uh, 
I mean, what happened, you know, the Joe Allen bead thing, it's just how unfortunate is it? You know, Philly looked like they had a real shot to make a much deeper run than what they're going to. I just don't think that they can beat Miami without Joel Embiid. Miami just came off a series where all they had to do was worry about one main scorer in Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks, and they were really good at shutting him down. If all they have to do is worry about James Harden, this, the, the, the Sixers are dead in the water. They just won't have it. You know, I think it's just really a question of uh, what they're going to be able to do as far as winning in how many games. The series spread is two and a half right now. Uh, and, and I don't think you'll find a one and a half anywhere, but Miami laying two and a half is plus 134 just because of the value you're getting right there and plus money. It might not be a terrible bet to make uh, for them to win this thing in five games or sweep it. it. It just depends on on there's no timetable for Joel Embiid's return. So it's really hard to figure out, you know, if they have any shot to do that. A um, lot of variance there that you might want to stay away from over in the Western Conference, Dallas and Phoenix. Uh, you look at uh, the Suns minus 295, uh, Dallas plus 240, the series spread at one and a half, uh, juice slightly to the Phoenix Suns at minus 120. It's really going to be interesting. It's offense versus defense in this series. You know, you have one of the better, faster paced offenses in the Phoenix Suns and, and a top two defense uh, in the Dallas Mavericks that clearly were able to shut down the Utah Jazz. But I think the Phoenix Suns offense is a little bit of a different animal. Luka is back and he's playing. So that certainly helps Dallas here. Uh, I would take Dallas on the series spread, uh, basically at even money minus one Oh two at plus one and a half. If Phoenix can win this thing in six games, Dallas's offense and Luca really didn't do their job. Uh, and I, I would bet that that wouldn't last for, for all six games. Although I think the Suns probably win this thing. It's probably going seven. Speaking of going seven, uh, golden state laying minus two fifty five on the series, Memphis plus two ten, Uh, and you know, that is going to be a very interesting series to watch. Uh, I am more concerned and looking at the total uh, in those in that's in those games, I should say, within those series than anything else. And I'll get to that in a minute. But let's look at the games for the day um, that are on today. Uh, the Celtics and Bucks. You have the Celtics laying four and a half in game one of this NBA uh, Eastern Conference semi series. Boston's defense has been great all year long. Milwaukee's offense has been great all year long during the regular season. However, those have sort of flipped here in the postseason. It's the Milwaukee Bucks defense that's giving up a playoff best, just 95 points per game across uh, the NBA right now in the postseason. And you have the Celtics, who is the third highest scoring offense behind Golden State and Memphis in the playoffs. So the roles have flipped a little bit. Uh, and Boston covered all four games this year. They split them straight up, but Boston covered four regular season games and Boston was only favored in one of them. That was the first matchup between the two that Boston won uh, because Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't play. Uh, he was, he was a scratch in that game. So the Celtics are laying four and a half. If you go back and look at the Milwaukee Bucks in their series openers, going back to 2018, they're four and seven straight up in game one with six of those seven losses by at least six points. You have Giannis, you know, who was going to do his thing in this game. And I don't know that Boston necessarily has an answer to slow him down, but without Chris Middleton, uh, Boston's defense will shut down enough of the secondary scoring that Giannis can have 27. He can have 30, but nobody else will be able to help him out because Boston will key on those defenders and it'll be Giannis all by himself. Uh, with the trend here of the way Boston has played in game ones and even go back to the game one they had against Chicago that they won in this past series. They only scored 93 points in that game. Their offense didn't look very good. And so from that standpoint, I'm going to take the Celtics here and lay the four and a half today with them to win at home. Uh, I, I think they'll get obviously a huge crowd uh, and, a, and a jazzed up crowd. I think that there is a sense a little bit that Milwaukee got to sleepwalk through the end of their series. And despite the fact that Boston swept Brooklyn, they still played every game was tight. They they had to be on it. Milwaukee had the last three games were laughers. They didn't even have to work. They got to play three quarters of basketball and then just shut down. That wasn't the case for Boston. They had to play four full games. And so I'm not sure that rest is the, you know, there's an advantage here one way or another, but I would tell you that Boston is a lot more in tune right now, and I think they'll take advantage of that in game one. Uh, I'm going to lay the four and a half here, and it's a, probably a heftier number than a lot of people would have imagined, but I think that 
that speaks to the idea that Boston is going to have a decided advantage here in game one. And I'll back that trend where Milwaukee does poorly to start in uh, game ones of recent playoff series. And oh, by the way, that four and seven straight up, two of those first round losses were to a series against the Celtics. Total in the game, 217 and a half, by the way. Uh, I lean on the under. It's it's not that Boston can't win an over game because they can. They did it against Brooklyn. But if Milwaukee is able to push the pace of this thing, get it up to 120, I don't like Boston having to play catch up. I don't think it's their strength. They play better with a lead, and they can be more aggressive on defense with a lead. And so uh, I'll lean on the under in this spot. Uh, the other game for the day is the Grizzlies and Warriors. Uh, you're talking about the two highest scoring teams in the playoffs in this postseason. Memphis won and covered three of the four regular season matchups, but it looks like Golden State has returned to form, particularly in their three-point shooting. They're shooting a playoff best over 42% from three, uh, and they're averaging nearly 15 made three-pointers per game. That's highest of anybody in the NBA postseason. Memphis has a huge advantage inside and size-wise, right? Uh, they're dominating. They're scoring over 53 points per paint points per game in the paint, and they're grabbing nearly 60 rebounds a game. How will Golden State neutralize that? They'll just make more shots. That's really the issue. Um, you, you can't get a rebound on a shot that goes in, uh, and and you certainly can't score um, inside when you know the other team is making shots at the rate that they are because you're going to have to shoot threes to keep up. So I think that's the way that Golden State will neutralize this thing. Golden State exploited a Denver Nuggets defense that had a ton of holes. And while Memphis, um, I don't think their defense is anywhere near as bad as Golden State's, um, they were pushed for six games against the Timberwolves. Um, and they are facing a much tougher defense in Golden State than they did against Minnesota. Uh, and I think Memphis got a lot of secondary scoring in their series against Minnesota. I don't know that they will be able to have as much secondary scoring with a great defensive team like Golden State. They're going to need it, though, um, because the way Golden State shoots and how good they, they are from deep uh, is going to force everybody to get involved on Memphis to uh, to try and keep up. This is a short number here at two points. I'm going to back the Golden State Warriors, much similar to what Chris, Chris Thurston just told us, back the Golden State Warriors here in game one. They're going to win this series. They're going to need to take game one, and they're going to need to do it on the road. You also add into the factor of this series the experience of Golden State versus the youth and inexperience of Memphis. Memphis and Minnesota were both young, inexperienced teams. It's just that Memphis is more talented and more complete. That's why they win that series. But this is a very veteran Golden State team that's been through these rigors before. They absolutely um, have the edge in experience. One final note here on the total. This is a low number at 220 uh, and 220 and a half. All the totals for the Warriors games against Denver were in the mid-220s. All the totals for Memphis and Minnesota were in the 230s. This is just a very low number. Uh, unless Golden State ends up keeping Memphis to around 100 points or less, this thing should go over the total. Uh, I, I think this is a very low number, and they easily should be able to clear uh, this thing. This is going to be a lot higher scoring than people are going to give it credit for, and I wonder how quickly odds makers are going to adjust. Uh, it gives me a little bit of pause. Because the number is so low, that makes me think that, okay, well, if oddsmakers are telling you it's that low, it's going to stay under. But I'll trust what I've seen so far between these two teams that they're going to score. All right, coming up next, we'll get into the Major League Baseball slate, my place for the day in the bigs, right here on Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Point Spread Sunday is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No more batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many, many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find to get your Zinn. Welcome back in to Point Spread Sunday. I'm Mark Zinno. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Certainly appreciate you guys starting your Sunday morning with us here on Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lots to do here left. We'll get back into the NFL draft with Ben Brown, good friend of the show. Pro Football Focus will join us here in a little more than 15 minutes, and I'll run down all of my plays for you guys uh, before the end of the show. Let's turn our attention right now to Major League Baseball and the slate that's up today because we get a full run of games in the bigs today and uh, baseball, you know, again, continuing to to bet this as the season goes along. It's been a little bit interesting to watch where the money is. I think I've told you guys, you know, some of my favorite bets that I make this year, are this first inning over under half a run. Um, I, I found it to be very systemic, uh, even though if you're tracking it, it's about a 50% rate where, you uh, are getting first inning runs versus not getting first inning runs. Uh, and if you're only getting there at 50%, you're under or you're, you're losing money just because you're not making enough to cover the juice. But I've said repeatedly, and I'll say it again because it bears worth repeating. A lot of this stuff is about the price of the juice that you're willing to pay. Uh, you have to set hard limits and really stick to them. And if it's not a number that you agree with, you really just got to walk away and make it a pass. Sometimes the best bet is no bet. When it comes to these first inning runs, Minus 120 is my limit. I'm not going to pay more than 20 cents extra um, or 10 cents extra from a normal VIG on a a situation like that where there's a lot of variance and something simple can happen. I've been beat on a first inning run line or first inning total, rather, uh, on a throwing error. It's going to happen. Uh, There are things like that that happen across the way, and you can't – you're just not going to be able to make enough money um, on your wins if you're constantly paying – 125, 130, whatever it is. So you got to set hard limits on this stuff for yourself uh, and stick to it and be, be have the discipline to walk away from a bet. That said, uh, the one of the first plays I have today is a first inning under a half run between the Baltimore Orioles and the Boston Red Sox. Uh, first of all, Baltimore is one of the lowest first inning run scoring teams in the league, meaning that they only average 0.14 runs scored in the first inning on the season, but they're also tied for 12th in first inning runs allowed. Uh, They're starting Jordan Lyles today. He's given up zero runs in the first inning on the season. Uh, He's faced the Yankees twice, Tampa Bay, and a very low scoring Oakland team, but facing the Yankees twice and not giving up a run in the first inning 
is a huge win for Jordan Lyles. Nick Pavetta on the mound for the Boston Red Sox. Now, he gave up a first inning run only to Minnesota, which is not a very good high-scoring team. However, he did prevent first inning runs two times against Toronto and the Yankees. He's been touched, and here's the crazy part. Pavetta's been touched up in the second inning uh, in three of his four starts this year. I'm getting a number here at plus 100 that I can be so comfortable with. It's even money for me to take the first inning under uh, in a Sunday game, an early start at one o'clock between the uh, the Orioles and the Red Sox. And usually, again, it's another one of these spots where I get a day game after a night game. And to me, that is a favorable spot um, to take a no run in the first inning better and under a half run in the first inning. Plus 100, even money can jump all over it. Also, I, I don't mind Nick Pavetta over five and a half Ks at plus 104. The Orioles are one of the highest strikeout teams in the league. Uh, and believe it or not, they strike out more at home than they do on the road. Uh, in fact, almost a strikeout more um, at home than they do on the road. So that's that's uncommon to say the least. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just big number. They average 10 strikeouts a game at home, Nick Pavetta over five and a half Ks plus money there. Same thing with K props guys. You got to worry about the price. You can't, you can't be paying 150. You can't be uh, paying minus 150 minus 140. It's just, it, it it's never going to work out well for you over the long term. Next game going to actually go to a K prop here, Cleveland and Oakland. Um, yesterday I was successful with the guardians on the run line uh, as they covered and won three to one, but James Kaplan, is making his day season debut for the Oakland athletics. Uh, he had shoulder irritation, kept him, you know, on an extended spring and everything else in his career. He's got 127 K's and 123 innings. So he's better than a strikeout per last year. Um, as he finished up the season, you know, this is a guy here that, that was sort of in a relief role, a kind of mixed role last year as well. Starter and relief. Um, every time he got past, Three innings, he struck out at least five guys. Uh, right now, this case, this number is at four and a half minus one twelve. You're looking at Cleveland, that's eleventh overall in K rate this year at eight point three. Now they strike out seven point one times per game at home, but eight point eight seven times on the road. That's more, almost two times more. I'm sorry, almost two more strikeouts on the road versus they do at home. Uh, they're playing in a very big cavernous ballpark in, in Oakland right now, but James Kaplan typically on Sundays, it's tough because you're getting, uh, you know, a different lineup than you'd normally see throughout the week. But I think that aging Kaplan here, she'll get some reserves playing. Uh, a lot of guys haven't seen enough of Kaplan, uh, to know that there's a lot of tape on him to figure out how to scout him. I think that works in his advantage here. So I'm going over four and a half K's for James Kaplan of the Oakland athletics, uh, two run lines for me today in major league baseball, one of them, the Atlanta Braves and the Texas Rangers. I'm going to lay the one and a half and full disclosure. Again, when it comes to betting baseball, the safer bet, the smarter bet is to take the one and a half on the run line here. Even though you have to lay money from a juice standpoint, uh, there are certain spots where I think you can, you can lay the one and a half and take plus money, which is what I'm doing with the Atlanta Braves. They get max freed on the mound today. Their best starter. Uh, they've covered the run line in three of their last five, um, with Max Fried on the mound and after losing yesterday and trying to win the series against a Texas team that's not expected to be very good uh, and gives up a ton of runs. This is a Braves lineup I think that's going to score today. I get Max Fried, the Braves ace, to cover the one and a half at plus 104. Again, nearly even money. I can back the Atlanta Braves in that spot. I think they are they are a good play today uh, to win and win handily against the Texas Rangers. Again, the Rangers bullpen is bad, and that's the other thing to me that sort of makes me feel okay about this. Even if it's a close game through the first five, even if Max Fried gets touched up early, this Braves lineup with Ronald Acuna back in it um, will be able to score on a Texas bullpen late uh, and hopefully get me over the top here and win this game by two runs. So again, Atlanta minus one and a half on the run line of plus 104. The other run line game, the Los Angeles Angels against the Chicago White Sox. Uh, I'll lay the one and a half here with the Angels at plus 142, uh, a low scoring game yesterday, a four nothing win for the Chicago White Sox. The Angels average 4.7 runs per game, but that increases to 5.5 runs per game on the road. They're going up against Dallas Keuchel today, 
uh, who's been bad this year to start. He got shelled in the start against Cleveland. That's really inflated some of his numbers, but he was unimpressive in his other starts as well on the year uh, and has had problems with walks. He lost to the Kansas City Royals uh, the last time out that he pitched in a 6 nothing game. He walked five guys in that, uh, and, and his really only decent start was his opener against the low-scoring Seattle Mariners, where in five innings he gave up six hits and three runs uh, in that game. So uh, I think this Angels lineup will be able to take advantage of Dallas Keuchel today uh, on a day start. Again, he just has had problems with control in the zone. I'm not sure that Keuchel lasts long into this game here at plus 142. I don't mind laying the one and a half with one of the highest scoring teams in Major League Baseball. Again, the Angels fourth this year in total runs scored per game. Uh, and again, that even increases on the road. So uh, I will back them here at plus 142 on the run line. So those are the MLB plays that I have for today uh, in Major League Baseball. Of course, uh, there are a lot of other ones out there. There are a lot of K props that are going to develop and some big time starting pitchers today, um, throwing some strikeouts and a lot of hefty numbers. Even Corbin Burns of the Milwaukee Brewers, his, his K prop I'm seeing is at eight and a half. Um, and the under is juiced to minus 152 and the over is at 120. I've seen that a lot with odds makers with K props. They're actually moving the number in a favorable one side or the other. Eight and a half, you almost never see uh, as far as a K prop is concerned, but they're going to make you pay to hit that under. Uh, and in the hopes that he goes over, uh, they can make a lot of money off of you. So uh, just be cautious out there of what you're paying on K props. Set a hard, hard limit and stick to it. As I said, the same thing with the first inning over or under half run total. All right, uh, coming up next, we'll get back to the NFL draft. Ben Brown, good friend of the show from Pro Football Focus, help us wade out who did well, who didn't do well, and which futures you can look forward to in the NFL now that the draft has concluded and we'll head on to the rest of the offseason. I am Mark Zinno. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Back with more here on Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Slow and steady wins stacks of cash. Join Old Forester Turtle Derby Challenge and compete free for your share of $5,000. Enter the free to play pool to make your Turtle Derby predictions for a shot at your share of the cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash Old Forester. That's F-O-R-E-S-T-E-R to get in on the action. Old Forrester never gets old. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Uh, I don't know how much you guys are into turtle derby challenges. This is my first foray. I have never seen a turtle derby challenge, but I will be sure to check it out because, well, why not? Uh, welcome back into Point Spread Sunday. I'm Mark Zinno. Thank you guys for spending your Sunday morning with me. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Joining us now to go back over the NFL draft, look at some NFL futures as well, who won, who lost. Our good friend from Pro Football Focus, Ben Brown, joins us here on Point Spread Sunday. Benny, good morning and welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, crazy, crazy three days of the NFL draft. I'm glad to uh, be able to rehash it here on Beeson. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you, how you go from the NFL draft to a turtle derby, I'm just not really sure. Uh, but we'll figure out a way to get through it. Slow and steady uh, wins the race. Uh, look, I thought one of the teams that had, and, and it's different, Ben, when you grade drafts per se versus teams that actually improved. To me, the Eagles were the team that improved the most in acquiring A.J. Brown. And you can say what you want about the contract and whether they should have paid him or not, but this is a team now offensively um, that was a top rushing team in the league last year. They have Devonta Smith. They have A.J. Brown. They've gone all in on Jalen Hurts. I, I like what they're building there. And them to win the NFC East right now, to me, is a great bet. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I think we've seen them basically move from like plus 300 to plus 275 after the draft, given that A.J. Brown situation. But uh, the A.J. Brown trade is the exact scenario that they can make with a, with a quarterback on their rookie deal that they're confident in moving forward with for the next two seasons. So that's why you can build a winner uh, around a guy who maybe is only a top 10, top 15 type quarterback in the NFL, but you can put all the talent in the world 
uh, around him given his contract situation. I do think that's exactly what the Eagles are doing. I think they also hit hit it out of the park with uh, you know some of these draft picks. I do think you know Nicobe Dean obviously has you know some injury concerns, but uh, he's a player that is an absolute steal at you know the 83rd overall pick, and you know I think they hit. You know, they hit on an absolute playmaker uh, in their interior defensive line with Jordan Davis, who could be, you know, a perennial all-pro player at that, uh, you know, defensive tackle position. So uh, I think it was a home run draft for them. I do agree with you. When you fold in the A.J. Brown uh, trade, they were they were the clear winners uh, heading out of the NFL draft. You know, and, and Nicobe Dean is interesting because a lot of people were shocked about how much he had slipped. People, some people thought he might go in the first round. You know, when they were talking yeah. about over-under Georgia players taken – in the first round, I told everybody it was going to hinge on whether N'Kobe Dean goes in the first. He didn't go in the first, and he didn't go in the second, and he didn't go earlier in the third, and he didn't go in the middle of the third. He went late in the third. Right. Uh, and some of the people have said some of the knocks on him outside of the injury concerns. And, oh, by the way, I think that's a real thing uh, because – and I just use the Ravens as the barometer because they are probably one of the most sound drafting teams in the league. When they take David Ajabe from Michigan, who's basically got a blown up knee at this point in time, and they like his medicals better than those of N'Kobe Dean, that'll right. tell you something about where, you know, the medicals really are on N'Kobe Dean. But I would say that part of the, the other knock on him, and you can speak to this better than I can, um, you know, a lot of people think that he's a little bit undersized, he's not as fast, and that he played faster at Georgia because he had a front four that gave him room to run. Uh, I would add that, the one piece that gave him room to run was the guy that they also drafted in Jordan Davis in front of him. So he's got paired with the right guy uh, to give right. him room to run and, and and to not let guys get to that second level. Yeah, definitely. I, and I agree with you 100%. I do think when you're kind of trying to evaluate what was a historic Georgia defense, the one uh, position group that probably benefited the most from the strength of that overall unit was that linebacker position, right? So, uh, but it, we did see some things kind of shift around with those particular players. Like you said, uh, Nicobe Dean had an over-under uh, draft position prop at 30.5, fell way further down than, than that. And then Quay Walker, flip side, offside linebacker for Georgia, uh, you know, started off at a 40.5 draft position prop, ended up going, you know, 22, 23 overall, ended up finishing right there with this draft position number. So uh, it was interesting, I would say, to see how NFL teams evaluated uh, those two players in particular, given, you know, the strength of the rest of the Georgia defense. But uh, yeah, it's 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 concerning, I would say, from the Kobe Dean's perspective, the multiple injuries, you know, the pectoral, the shoulder and everything else that he has going on. So I think that's probably the main uh, red flag for why he drops so significantly in the, you know, the concern with his injuries, given the fact that he didn't want to opt into surgery early on. So, so we'll see how that plays out, but I'm with you. I already got some Eagles, you know, to win uh, the NFC East. I do think that they are, you know, probably in contention to knock off uh, the Dallas Cowboys. And I do think that is probably one of my favorite futures bets here uh, heading out of the NFL draft. Uh, let's look at the quarterbacks. Cause I think the easiest bet to make was Malik Willis over eight and a half. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He went way over. Eight and a half. He went over 80 and a half at this point. So uh, what did you make of the quarterback situation and how it unfolded? And, and where do you see how do you see all these guys working out? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think there was a single quarterback that went under his prop number uh, for this entire draft cycle, basically, which is, you know, very interesting. Even guys like Sam Howell, uh, you know, fell way further than what we expected. But uh, I think it speaks to not only the uh, lack of maybe overall talent in this particular draft class, but I also think it speaks to uh, kind of how NFL teams want to take on projects at the quarterback position. I do think, you know, five years Five years ago, we would have seen some more of these guys probably go in the first round because they wanted to develop uh, some of those guys, maybe sit behind some veteran players for a couple of years. But what we saw in the free agent market was a lot of quarterbacks shifted teams uh, and teams kind of became locked in on those particular players. Uh, the fifth year option changing slightly uh, also changed a little bit of the dynamic of drafting a quarterback in the first round. So uh, I think all that kind of, you know, was this perfect storm where uh, there just wasn't really much interest in the quarterback market. Uh, I do think that uh, if I'm evaluating them now, given their landing spots, I do really like Desmond Ritter uh, in Atlanta. Uh, obviously, they added Drake London as well. If they get Kelvin really back in 2023 uh, with Desmond Ritter, I think they have the makings of a really good offense. You know, Marcus Mariota can definitely be a one-year filler, but he also has you know, some upside to potentially uh, perform better than expectations. So uh, I like what the Falcons did in this particular draft. They're obviously still, you know, at least two years, if not three years away from actually being able to compete uh, anywhere close to getting in the playoffs. But uh, I like at least the direction that they headed specifically with Desmond Ritter uh, and where they were able to draft him. 
What did you make of Jermaine Johnson's flipping all the way to 26? You know, after the first three uh, DNs all went, obviously with Walker, Hutchinson, and Thibodeau, uh, he was a guy who was projected to be possibly in the top 10. I mean, everybody sort of had him top 12 to go somewhere along the line, but he falls all the way to 26. Jets jump back in the first round and grab him, which everybody feels like is tremendous value. But why did he slip so much in your mind? Yeah, I do think there was probably just like one or two teams that were really interested in him. I do think it was kind of a similar situation with Trayvon Walker. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars fell in love with him. I think if he doesn't go number one overall, he probably slips to, you know, you know, the fifth or sixth or even seventh or eighth uh, selection. So I do think it was a similar thing with Jermaine Johnson, where the Jets were definitely in love with him, given his senior bowl performance and kind of, you know, being able to separate from physicality, athletic trait sort of perspective uh, at that particular camp. And it was actually, you know, really high on their draft board. And I do think that maybe it caused a few more teams to look into him. But uh, I think with, you know, all the edge defenders going early and then they're kind of being uh, some decent options, even after Jermaine Johnson heading into the second round that uh, I think that was probably the main reason why he slipped. But yeah, high athletic upside guy that, you know, didn't necessarily produce as much as you'd like to see at the college football level. But I think, you know, the Jets moving back in and getting him uh, solidified a really solid first round for them. My only question is, you know, what did they do after uh, the first round? I think there was some more questions, I would say, with their particular draft selections after the first round. But I think, you know, first round for the Jets, probably an A, A-plus sort of situation. But then outside of that, uh, I didn't love what they did to, in the second through seventh rounds. All right. And finally here, uh, the team that I thought had a really good draft, as they always do, the Baltimore Ravens. Kyle Hamilton, a lot of people weren't sure about where he would go. First safety off the board, but the Ravens, you know, again, after trading away Marquise Brown, they end up with the top safety in the draft and the top center in the draft. And you can't complain when you get two of the best players. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, the, re the only real reason Kyle Hamilton fell was that slow 40 time. Uh, you know, Ravens probably aren't going to put much stock in him. Had a lot of success developing safeties uh, over the course of their franchise. So uh, I love the fit for him with Kyle Hamilton. I do question a little bit more uh, Tyler Linderbaum. I do think he would have been really good in like a zone heavy uh, run blocking scheme, not necessarily uh, what Baltimore Ravens implore. They're more of this gap scheme sort of situation. So his actual fit and being able to start from day one uh, maybe uh, isn't as uh, cut and dry as a lot of people are projecting it out to be. But uh, I do think those two in the first time was great. You touched on it already, but uh, David Ajob, who I do think is an absolute steal. Uh, you know, of course he has, you know, the, the, the Achilles situation the injury, who's probably going to miss significant time this year, but uh, he is a high end playmaker that would have easily gone probably in the first 20 picks if he didn't get injured. So uh, I love the value on that as well. And I also think Travis Jones uh, in the third round was a, a pretty decent selection uh, for them to kind of get that run stuffing defensive interior player uh, that they, you know, obviously have a lot of su success with. So I like the Ravens here quite a bit as well. I do think they have one of the top draft picks. And I definitely think, you know, they're, they're the team that I would bet in the AFC North. Uh, he is Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus. Thanks for the time as always, brother. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks. Have a great show. All right, coming up next, I will give you my full rundown of plays for today, Major League Baseball and NBA next, right here on Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. Next few months going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here on VEASAN.com. Subscribers will have access to all of it including Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice and all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets on premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and the Kentucky Derby betting guide. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of all of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is just $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Again, only for $59. Welcome back in to Point Spread Sunday here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. I'm Mark Zeno. Thank you for choosing to make Point Spread Sunday, part of your weekend routine. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Certainly appreciate you guys spending some time with me here every weekend. All right, my full rundown of plays for the day right now uh, as we head into this Sunday, and we'll start in the NBA. Uh, when you look at the two games on the docket, one in the Eastern Conference Finals, the early one between Boston and Milwaukee. Despite the fact that I think Milwaukee is going to win this series, uh, I'm going to lay the points with the Celtics today at home in Game 1. Milwaukee has had a bad run of Game 1s uh, to start. They are just 4-7 and seven straight up in Game 1s in their last 11 playoff series dating back to 2018. That includes two opening game losses to the Boston Celtics previously. Even if you look at Milwaukee's game one win against Chicago. It was not a very impressive performance. They scored just 93 points. Milwaukee's defense has been great uh, this postseason, that is. And and that's something that uh, should concern me if I'm going to back the Celtics here a little bit. But I think sort of the script gets back to normal in this series. I think a lot of Milwaukee's defense being what it was spoke more about what Chicago wasn't offensively, especially without DeMar DeRozan scoring 40 points in a game. I think that's what that spoke more to than anything else. Boston's a little bit more competent, has a little bit more secondary scoring, a little bit more depth. Uh, when you look at the team beyond uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they, they, they've got enough horses in the barn, so to speak, uh, that Milwaukee's defense won't be able to key on just one player uh, in this series. So a uh, little bit misleading on how good Milwaukee's defense is, but still I'm going to back the Celtics here in game one, lay the four and a half points. And I'm actually, it's one of those spots where I thought the number was going to be shorter. I thought it'd be like two and a half, maybe three. When I saw four and a half, it kind of reassured me a little bit that, okay, yeah, there is a decided advantage here in game one for the Boston Celtics. And I'm going to back it and lay the four and a half points in the Western conference semifinal game between the golden state warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, golden state minus two. And 
even the Golden State money line is not a bad play either. If you're willing to pay a little bit more of the juice, I think it's minus 130, minus 135. Shop around, see what number you can get. But this is a Golden State team uh, that is incredibly hot shooting against a Memphis team that's young and inexperienced. Memphis is really coming off an emotional series and one that they had to grind out a couple of come from behind wins. Golden State sort of got to keep themselves in cruise control uh, in a five-game series. They're the better team. They're the more rested team. Uh, despite the fact that Memphis had a better regular season record, I trust the depth and experience of this Golden State team. And I know that Memphis has an advantage on the size inside, certainly on points in the paint. They've been averaging nearly 60 rebounds a game. It's just that Golden State's not going to miss that many shots. Uh, they're going to make more than they're going to miss, and that's what they've been doing so far this postseason. So it should neutralize the Grizzlies' size advantage to say the least. And I also really like the over today. This number feels very depressed as a total is concerned. And again, this is one of these spots here where uh, it's about Golden State's defense. And what doesn't make sense to me, what's a little bit telling here, is that the total for Golden State and Denver, who has Nikola Jokic, and, and I get that, but doesn't really have a ton of other great scorers, uh, and a ton of other secondary scoring. All those totals were in the mid 220s. They started out around around 226, and then came down a little bit every single game and got to 223 in the final game of the series. This opening total at 220 and a half uh, versus a Memphis team that is a higher scoring team than Denver, that has more secondary scoring, that is a better shooting team, and the number came down. I do pause a little bit and say, what are odds makers thinking here? What are they? What am I missing that they're seeing that they're posting this total so low? But uh, Golden State in the over has been an easy find. And the one game in their last series that went under is when they held Denver to under 100 points. And that's the only way this thing, I think, stays under. Because if, if Memphis can get to 105, 110, there's no reason that this thing isn't going to go over. Um, I, I, I would be surprised if I see a 117, you know, or I, I should say more like a 112, 106 kind of final. I, I suppose that could happen, but I just... I think Memphis has enough scoring to push the pace, and I think they're going to want to push the pace early on. So I'm going to go over 220 and a half in uh, in this game. That's all I got today for the NBA. Uh, let's go to Major League Baseball, Boston and Baltimore, Red Sox and Orioles. I'm going to take the first inning under a half run at even money, plus 100. Boston is starting Nick Pavetta. Uh, he's giving up a first inning run to only the Minnesota Twins, who are a low-scoring team, uh, coincidentally. Uh, or ironically, I should say, just because they, he prevented first inning runs to the Toronto Blue Jays twice, who were a high-scoring team, and the Yankees. And it's weird because Pavetta's been touched up more in the second inning than he has been in the first. Orioles are starting Jordan Lyles, yet to give up a first inning run on the season. He shut out the Yankees twice in the first inning, Tampa Bay in the first inning, and a low-scoring Oakland A's team in the first inning. Baltimore has the lowest, or tied for the lowest, first inning run average at .14 in Major League Baseball. They're also tied for 12th. Uh, in runs allowed in the first inning. And uh, I, I'm going to take the no run in the first here, the under at plus 100 even money. Uh, love the price that I'm getting. Also like Nick Pavetta to go over five and a half Ks. Orioles are one of the highest strikeout teams in Major League Baseball, and they strike out over 10 times a game at home. At, at five and a half here, Pavetta, as long as he gets into the fifth inning, I feel pretty good um, that he is going to go over this number, and it's plus 104. I look at another K prop here. In Cleveland and Oakland, James Kaplan going to make his season debut against the Cleveland Indians. His K-prop total is at four and a half at minus 112. For his career so far, he averages better than one strikeout per inning. Last year when he finished up, as long as he went into the third inning, he got to five Ks. Cleveland is 11th overall in K-rate in Major League Baseball, which is pretty good at 8.3 Ks per game. However, Part of the reason they're so good is because they're only averaging 7.1 Ks at home. On the road, it jumps up to 8.8. .8. That's nearly two more strikeouts on the road than they have at home. Uh, again, Kaplan will pitch his best here on a Sunday. He'll be facing a Cleveland Indians lineup that's probably going to be full with backups and reserves. Typically, managers will do that on Sundays. They'll give their starters a day off or some of their, their more important players a day off uh, and allow them to, to rest their body. And so you should see a little bit of a, a weaker Guardians lineup in this spot here. I'll take Kaplan over four and a half Ks. Two run lines that I really like today, the Atlanta Braves and the Texas Rangers. I'm going to lay the one and a half with the Atlanta Braves plus 104. 
They've covered the run line in three of their last five. They got their ace on the mound today in Max Freed against a Texas team that gives up nearly five runs per game. They've got a bad bullpen. This is a very accomplished Braves lineup with Ronald Acuna now back in it. Should be enough for me to back the Braves with their ace and Ronald Acuna here um, on the run line at plus 104. Again, I, I tell people all the time in baseball, the better bet is the plus one and a half on the run line. It's the smarter bet, but you're going to pay extra juice for it. So I try to find those advantage spots where uh, starting pitching and lineups match up, where I'm going to lay the one and a half and take the plus money, which I feel like I've found with Atlanta and Texas. Atlanta wants to take two out of three here before they face the Mets. Could be a little bit of a letdown spot, but you don't see that as much in baseball because they play every single day. So, uh, and the starting pitcher really matters. If this wasn't Max Freed, I'd look at it a little bit differently, but Freed is the guy that wants to have a good outing before they head into the net series and take two of three from the Texas Rangers. The other run line I like Los Angeles angels versus the Chicago white Sox. Uh, it's minus one and a half. The angels are favored at plus one forty two. angels, one of the highest scoring teams in the league fourth right now, currently at 4.7 runs per game. That jumps up to five and a half runs per game on the road. Uh, that's one of the highest in major league baseball. There's a low scoring game yesterday, a four, nothing game. Dallas Keuchel's on the mound for the Chicago White Sox. He's been bad this year. Uh, he's had control problems. His walk rate is up. He got shelled against Cleveland, gave up 10 hits and 10 runs in just an inning. So Keuchel, not the starter that you want on the mound against one of the best lineups in baseball, one of the highest scoring lineups in baseball. Also wouldn't mind the over eight and a half in this game, given how low scoring the game was yesterday, over eight and a half runs at minus 115. That'll do it for me here on this edition of Point Spread Sunday. Again, give me a follow on Twitter, at Marzino, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Love to hear from you guys. Whatever questions you have around sports betting, certainly be happy to answer them for you. Lombardi line coming up next. Appreciate you guys spending your Sunday morning with us here on VEASAN. Good luck with all of your bets today and every day. Go out there and have a great Sunday. You've been watching and listening to Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.